India keep the home crowd happy, Belgium a little bit of work to do and the Canadians are happy to be there. This is the World Cup Daily. And welcome to the World Cup Daily. My name is John Lee. I'm joined by Matt Allen. And we've got all the latest from the Adisha Men's Hockey World Cup. And uh, interesting days play, Matt. Fantastic to watch the games again last night, John. Just the excitement just doesn't stop at the Adisha Men's World Cup, does it? This is, of course, show number 12 of the World Cup Daily. Day 12 coming up. And uh, how many goals were scored last night, John? Uh, lots. 11 th- lots. 12 goals scored last night, was John. It? 5-1 and 5-1, the two results respectively. Oh, I was thinking the uh, night before for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> the, oh, the night before that was... Uh, it was more goals. Was it's just goals everywhere. Goals, goals, goals. Who needs more celebratory moments in this game? Hockey Australia, are you listening? <laughs> Um, yes, sensational again. Let's get straight into the results from day 11. And first up, the early game was Belgium and South Africa. Now, Belgium entered uh, this game in second place in their pool with a goal difference of one. India, who were in first rank, with a goal difference of five. They were both on four points. Canada and South Africa on one point each. Uh, I think well, most pundits uh, went for a Belgium win and an Indian win, and it was the case in the Belgium game. Well, all the talk initially was about uh, the the goal difference, wasn't it? And, it and was. how that was going to affect both teams for the, the top two spots and the bottom two spots and who was going to miss out. And in the end, essentially the goal difference didn't come into it because both of the results were the same. Uh, so everybody essentially stayed where they were as far as the ultimate result for the pool was concerned. But the Belgians uh, got off to a rocky start in the first minute with South Africa slotted one. Number 24 managed to get one past the Belgian yeah, goalkeeper. Nick Spooner. Yep. And uh, he's been a real highlight. Very well taken little goal too. Yeah, super goal. He, he's been a, a highlight for the South Africans. He's looked very good. Tyron Javu Barnard did actually pick up some of the, um, Nick's performance, I think, at the interprovincials that happened. Uh, just prior to the tournament there in South Africa and uh, yeah he's a, a bright one for the future for them uh, 1-0 um, didn't stay that way for long certainly not before the first quarter and an equaliser came from Alexander Hendricks uh, corner um, well, nice, nice and straight you know. corner. Yeah, nice and straight nice and Good hard drag flick. did the business uh, second quarter Simon Gunard who went on to be man of the match popped up with the second goal um Right to left from uh, pretty pretty close in, um, and then uh, and a further three goals for the Belgians: Hendricks, Loipart, and Cedric Charlier. Um, that was Gunard with the assist on that one. A nice little pullback to Charlier on the line. He well, was in the wars as well. He was all over the place, he was getting <laughs> battered all left, right, and centre. Oh look, um, I think at times that the you know the South Africans just uh, lost a bit of their structure and a bit of the way they were doing things and that's when Belgium capitalised on them yeah composure I think composure there was a bit of that and it's a credit to South Africa because they're they're doing it tough in terms of world hockey and they've uh, they've got volunteer coaches uh, essentially the players are volunteering well, they were coming up, coming up against the South African assistant coach and the Belgians as, as well. And, yeah, and look, they're, they're trying to make some serious inroads. You know, there's a lot of, within South Africa, there's a lot of people trying to make sure that they, they can get decent competition and they can have a flourishing hockey league. So, you know, they'd be not happy that they, they went out of that game. 
no, no it, it can't be great for for the game for them. Yeah, there, there, there are lots of different issues going on around South African hockey. There's um, been recent presidential elections and all sorts of stuff going on. Um, so it's hard for those guys to come. Like we said before, it's hard for them to get games against quality opposition, uh, which is that, that, that's the. Uh, uh, hence why the the Premier Hockey League was launched there um, to try and raise that level of competition and the, the franchise based competition uh, where the the best of the best in the country could get that competition and um, and uh, try to build something towards their national program through that competition. And I'd like to give them credit because I think they have been a little bit outclassed at this tournament, but they try and play uh, an exciting goal scoring brand of hockey. So, I think that that's a good road to be travelling down on when when you're embarking on the world hockey stage. If it's, not that they have, haven't been there for a while, but when you're trying to be a force in world hockey, you've got to be able to score goals. That, that they're coming from a, a, a slightly sort of backward position with you know trying to yeah, trying, trying, trying to compete. A um, couple of superb save from uh, from Jones in goal late on in the game there, and the. Uh, the hooter had gone before the third effort actually hit the back of the net, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. But I still thought in the Belgium game you saw glimpses of the problems they had in their previous pool game. Oh, p- at, yeah, poor, a poor, s- they were a poor start this time, though. They'd yeah, started yeah. OK and then they'd sort of been a bit ropey on the finish. But um, I thought it was a, a, a too many turnovers and a yeah, pretty pretty slow starting. But yeah, they, they built their way into the game. Maybe they've turned that around. Now, the next game up, the late game, was Canada versus the host India, and as you'd expect, it was a very loud, very full home crowd, and India didn't let them down. Uh, The game got off to a a reasonably tense, and I don't want to call it slow, because both India especially came out at 100 miles an hour, but um, it became more strategic, or very strategic first half. India did manage to score in the 12th minute through Harmanpreet Singh uh, for penalty corner, but it stayed that way at half time. Um, and so going into the second half, there was a lot of conjecture about which direction this game could potentially take, and people were starting to think, well, maybe Canada. Well, Canada had a couple of recent results. The, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, the one goal win and the, the draw at the, uh, at the Olympics. So and the they, crowd they... wasn't going nutty ballistic when they came back out after half time. They were certainly, you know, being vocal, but they weren't. And, um, they certainly weren't going Nutty ballistic when Canada managed to draw the game level in the 39th minute through an absolutely cracking goal by the um, Canadian number one this time, Forrest Van Son. Uh, Apparently, du- Dutch-born, <laughs> Belgian-raised, the young really? man. Yeah, playing in Canada, yeah, and uh, Ke- the new global economy world. <laughs> and Ke- Keeley had picked him as a, as a potential goal scorer oh, prior to the game. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, he got on the end of a very good uh, piece of team play and. Sorry, we'll that's, Ke- that's Keeley from, F- that's Keely from FH umpires, by the way. So do follow at FH umpires mm. if you want to get all the latest uh, umpiring clips and uh, interpretations. Yeah, great goal there from the Canadians, and that turned the match on its head slightly. So we went into three-quarter time with the score tied at one all. A little bit of tension there in the crowd. Uh, certainly there was a, a few people starting to wonder. And uh, how would the Indians respond? Well, they responded by smacking four goals. In. <laughs> well, it took less than thirty seconds, didn't it, for the uh, for the first one to go in in that forty-six minutes. Yeah, from forty-seven. Ching- Chinglinsana, fifty-first. Lalit, 
uh, uh, Amit Rohedas and then Lalit for his second Lalit uh, got man of the match for the game the first one was an absolute cracker wasn't it it was a good um, but also the the, the um, Chinglin Sano goal was a was, was a superb one off the keeper's pads um, coming at him at pace and just one time bang into the bottom corner so that was yeah. a beautifully timed strike yeah uh, so India took together will it, will it be goal of the day John will it be generic have sponsored to goal of the day you'll have to keep on listening won't you right so to the end more pay less um, yeah we'll get to that at the end of the show near the end of the show uh, that was that game done and dusted at 5-1 so essentially as I said the, the pools didn't change much uh, India finished on top with um, 7 points from their game the very healthy plus difference of uh, ooh, 9 uh, Belgium finished in 2nd uh, their goal difference wasn't quite as high they finished with a uh, 5 plus 5 difference uh, Canada finished third, and their goal difference ended up being minus five. Uh, South Africa going home with uh, a minus nine there on the goal difference and just the one point. Canada also on the one point, so the goal difference separating Canada and South Africa there. And what does that mean for the pool, Matt? Well, would you like to know? That's, tell me, John. Tell uh, me. Tell you. Well, that means that uh, second place pool C, which is Belgium, will go on to play third from Pool D which we'll discuss in a second so Pakistan or Malaysia with a potential potential I say uh, semi-final berth against Germany oh sorry quarter-final berth against Germany in the other pool the third from Pool C which is Canada will go into the crossover final against uh, with a potential quarter-final berth against India Uh, of course before we say anything about it, we should let the master, Ernst Bart, let us in on his tips because he's been in red-hot form lately. You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between Studio Hockey and the Reverse Tips. It's D-Day in Pool D, the Pool of Death. Germany is not a dark horse anymore. Beating the Dutch, they've shown the world they are still very much medal contenders. In the final game for Pool D, they meet meet up with Malaysia, one of Asia's more interesting hockey countries, but most likely to go home after today. The Germans will win this 3-1 to take their spot in the quarterfinals. Next up, a matchup that used to be legendary finals at the World Cup. This time, Pakistan versus the Netherlands is less of an even matchup, but it will still be worth watching. Get ready for some spectacular hockey. The Netherlands will win 6-2 and secure the final spot in the crossover games starting tomorrow, where they will play Canada while Pakistan will face Belgium. Things are heating up since as of tomorrow, all games will be do or die. Looking forward to the final week. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup Predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey. Or as they say in India, Aap Bas Hockey! Hi, I'm Flynn Ogilvy and you are listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. You are indeed listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast. We're not at the Odisha World Cup, we're in the shed. Um, but Flynn's certainly there firing in the goals for Australia and thank you so much to Ernst Bart from Studio Hockey 
for his predictions. Uh, we'll see how he goes today. Um, you can, of course, follow Ernst on the socials. He's on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search Studio Hockey. You'll find him there. You'll find us by searching at the reverse stick. Would love to have you on board. Please like, follow, retweet, post, do whatever you want to do to support the Work of Daddy podcast. Okay, what do you make of these games, Matt? Uh, Malaysia versus Germany early. That's 5 p.m. Bhubaneswar time. And uh, Netherlands, Pakistan coming in at 7 p.m. Well, the form that we've seen recently from Malaysia and the way that we saw Australia put away China yesterday, the day before <laughs> yesterday, um, I think uh, Germany could be up for a big score in this game. There's some swagger. Uh, not just from Ruhr, but they're, you know, they're looking... Well, it's uh, always there. <laughs> I wonder if it, would it be a white headband, do you reckon, uh, uh, later on? Or a uh, uh, black headband? I saw Southern from Ireland change from the white to the black, and it was Adidas sponsored, so... Oh, really? Uh, we'll see what pops up there. Okay. Uh, I didn't mention... Um, Is that part of I the I meant to mention um, last anyway. night, it was a shame to see the Irish um, guys go, um, but at least they'd have had a nice flight home with Turkish Airlines, wouldn't they? You'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. Yeah. Especially if it involves a few weeks sitting on the beach somewhere in Turkey, <laughs> slipping on a few beers. Now, Malaysia and Germany don't play each other a, a great deal. Uh, 2013, in the last time in uh, in competition, it was a 6-0 win for Germany in the quarterfinal at the Hockey World League semis. Uh, prior to that, 2008... A 3-0 win for Germany. 2007, a 3-2 win for Germany. Um, I haven't, uh, I'm not sure that Malaysia have ever beaten Germany, so it's going to be a big ask. They've never met at a World Cup. Malaysia and Germany. That's right. Never oh, okay. met. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Germany will, they'll not be taking the foot off the gas and they want to finish number one. They don't want to give the Netherlands a sniff. They want to push them through the, uh, crossovers and, uh, yep, Pakistan and the Netherlands. What do you think? Because, I mean, this is... Poor old Malaysia. Look, they they were much, much better in their second game than they were in the first game. So we've got to give them credit there. Uh, Pakistan, conversely, yeah. were much poorer in their second game than they were in their first game. So which Pakistan's going to turn up and which Malaysia's going to turn up? Well, Ahmed Butt's going to be turning up for Pakistan because the <laughs> one-match ban's been, uh, been dropped. OK, I'll unless, say it now. Unless he gets a yellow card and then he can get... The uh, suspension put back on him again. So. I'm, I'm disappointed that the FIH didn't stand beside their original decision. Um, it wasn't sanctioned on the field at the time by the umpires. It should have been, and maybe that could have been the end of it. Um, and it made plain and clear to him after the game that you can't approach the person tackling you from the top, or you know, can't approach the person at the top of the D in yeah. such a manner. Um, but they, they didn't. They chose the course they did, and they should have stuck by it. I think it's a bit of a disappointment really uh, other player that we thought would, would be missing is missing Rizwan Senior but uh, replacement has been allowed so Arslan Kadir comes in to replace Rizwan Senior um, yeah I think uh, I, I think the Netherlands are going to win but I don't think it's going to be an easy task for them to do it I don't think there's going to be a walkover situation in this game maybe a 3-1 something pretty close I must admit I've I've left a uh, Pakistani forward in my dream team specifically because I think that they might be able to pinch one back and I'm hoping it's my player (laughs) I don't know well seeing as you mentioned in the scores fancy fancy, uh, mini league for the reverse stick there's been a a bit of a change at the top after uh, yesterday's games John Uh, well Doherty's army 
still there at number one on 139 points. Up to number two, Rob Abbott with uh, 138 points. Number three, the team that just wants to beat Matt onto 129 points. Uh, Into fourth, option A from Jade Bloomfield. That's not his only team. I didn't realise you could put more than one team in. I don't think that's quite fair, Jade. It's... uh, well, you know, you make your decision at home on that one. Um, clinging on in fifth position, TRS Development Squad from uh, from Matt Allen on uh, 126 points. So 13 points between me and the top. Uh, I'm st- still in the chase. And, You're uh, to worry about getting past me, mate. Plenty of time to go. <laughs> Price is going to score uh, a little later on for me. And uh, it's going to be a shutout for the Germans. You know what? To win this thing at some stage, you're going to have to pick... Rua in your team. No, I won't. I, <laughs> but I have just picked another another German. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, you're going to be yeah. forced to. I can see it. Uh, just getting back to what all that means in the final wash-up, because of course this is the last pool game. If uh, of the in tournament, if things stay as they are and the results go the way we expect, Germany will finish top of the pool. So they'll put them straight into the the quarterfinals. India are already there, so our four quarterfinals would be Australia, Argentina, Germany and India. Now, that would mean the Netherlands finish second, which would put them into a crossover match against Canada with a potential berth against India in the, um, the quarterfinals. Uh, Pakistan would finish third, uh, which would mean they'd play Belgium before a quarterfinal with Germany and Malaysia would be eliminated. Now, the goal difference between Malaysia and Pakistan, who are both on just one point each, uh, is about six, negative one to Pakistan, negative seven to Malaysia. So there's a little bit of work Malaysia have got to do if uh, they're going to get through, uh, both in scoring goals and hoping Pakistan let a few in. We've had some surprises so we far, have. though. We have, so it could go that way yet, but that's the way it's going to play out. And uh, we'll be getting on to the crossover matches on Monday, which will be day 14. So, no, yes, tomorrow. It's just a bit of a haze for us, really. It's all over the shop. I'm trying to, I'm not sure where I am at the moment. You know, we've still got another week of this. Oh, it would be a breeze, mate. It'd be an absolute breeze. <laughs> Talking about breeze, let's have a look at the weather um, for today in Bhubaneswa. Uh, we are looking at game time tomorrow. 28 degrees and sunny, 40% humidity. A bit drier there, John. 5K winds coming in. Um, but like I said on yesterday's show, uh, the rain coming in for Saturday. So could that have an effect on the big games at the end of the tournament? You know, people here complain when it gets to 40% humidity about how humid it's getting. <laughs> anyway, uh, these are things you've got to put up with when you're an international hockey player. Weather becomes, and climate becomes a consideration. Indeed it does. Now, keep an eye on our social media accounts uh, because uh, we're, we're keeping a keen eye on what Ollie's up to at the moment. So, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter, at the reverse stick, and we'll, we're on hashtag OllieWatch, hashtag Turtle power. I think we need to keep an eye on the Canuck too, because he's uh, him and the turtle have been cuddling under the shell a bit. I think. Yeah, apparently. Now it's time for our goal of the day. The generically sponsored pay less, buy more goal of, of the, the day. day. And uh, today it goes to Floris Vanson from Canada. Number one, and what a top class goal it was as well. In the beautiful team goal, great Brilliant build great, up, yeah, great reverse pass. Um, and the shot itself was a really clever shot. Yeah, bit of a squeeze up and over, 
not too much pace on it. Could see their keeper advancing. Uh, very, very well taken goal. Superstar. He basically put it where the goalkeeper least expected, didn't he? It was a, it was a pretty good shot. And so that is, or it will be, it is now our goal of the day. Simranjeet. No goals for him yet this evening. That is a superb tackle from Gordy Johnston. Johnston then with an equally superb tomahawk. And it's Wallace who slips it. Shrejes comes out. It's in the back of the net. And Canada, through Van Son, have equalised here. What an excellent piece of understanding between the Canadian attack line. And this is what we've been talking about. Great goal, great finish, great piece of understanding. Hi, I'm Shem Mitten, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. And thank you to the commentary team there from Star Sports India and the FIH, and thanks for the audio. It's great goal. The, the, his, his, the finish on it was just class. Yeah. Everything and, all the and, way through. End to end. Uh, the pass from way on the left. Yeah. On the, well, the, that was great. Tomahawk but the little, the little slip at the top of the D oh, as yeah. well. Uh, but but Van Son had to... Uh, make the lead for that and sort of drop out of it didn't he so th- there was good communication between the players there oh yeah it was stuff. a fabulous goal and well done to Floris Van Son who will long remember his goal in a World Cup yeah against India in <laughs> India in front of the big huge home crowd yeah yeah that, they'll be loving that and we're going to be loving the games that come up tomorrow Malaysia and Germany early there the uh, 5pm Babanazwa game the 7pm game Netherlands and Pakistan and from there it's into the crossovers and things will really start heating up Matt they will indeed John it's the end of the pools it started heating up here I might end up in my pool in the morning <laughs> very good well be thanks to your company folks we'll be back again tomorrow with more World Cup action See ya. Thanks for joining us.